the crew all season long on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios in downtown Milwaukee at the Avenue. Here is your host, Dominic Catronio. There's only so many ways you can continue to repeat yourself these days. The Brewers lose another series. This one a final of 8-4. to four. They've dropped the first two against the Rays. They will look to avoid the sweep tomorrow. I'm Dominic Catronio with Jeff Cirillo. It's an abbreviated Brewers Extra Innings tonight. We're with you until 7 o'clock. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talking text line. Again, 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. So, Jeff, the Brewers won five of their first six series this season. Since then, they have lost seven of their last nine. Every team goes through ruts, but this feels a little bit deeper than a rut. This feels more like a trench right now. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, everything was was working well. You know, and injuries are starting to kind of, I I hate to make excuses for teams and, you know, because everyone deals with injuries. But the Brewers, they've been hit worse than a lot of teams. And unfortunately, you know, Lauer, you know, he's not really rebounded off of his success that he had last year. And another today, another chance at a starting starting spot and just wasn't able to hold down his spot today. Looking at Lauer today, specifically, you know, he Craig Council talked about it pregame. They probably wanted to keep him in the bullpen a little bit longer than they ended up doing, but they had to because of the fact that Wade Miley is injured right now. So... For Lauer to have, yes, he performed well, but it was against the Royals. To have this against the best team in baseball, I mean, it, it's not like a, you expected it because you always hope for the best. But at the same time, the scouting report says you're facing the team that hits more home runs than anybody in baseball against a guy that's his M.O., his Achilles heel, is giving up too many homers. And for Lauer, I mean, it just there was non-competitive misses. He was falling behind. He only threw five first pitch strikes out of 17 batters faced that's just not going to get the job done. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, Lauer's best pitch is really that top of the zone fastball, but it's a really hard pitch to A, nail for a strike, and B, to get swing and misses. And, and look, if I was hitting off of him, and, and if I was a hitting coach, um, I'd be like, let's guys, let's hammer the zone down. He's having trouble throwing strikes. Get him into into the zone down with his fastball, and his fastball doesn't play up down, right? It plays up, and he gets those swings and misses up in the zone. And unfortunately, right now, you know, he's just not throwing enough strikes to where they're making him where they're where he's making hitters swing and miss up at the top of the zone. And, and there's not like there's anywhere they can put him or hide him or you know reassign him because you've got two major injuries on the starting rotation right now. He's a guy that's pitched in the big leagues. Maybe he goes back and hides in the bullpen for a little while. I, I wonder if you consider stretching Bryce Wilson out and kind of flip their roles and that Lauer becomes that multi-inning swingman in the bullpen trying to get his confidence back. Because Bryce Wilson, every time he's taken the ball, he has kept the Brewers in it in some way, shape, or form. Three shutout innings for him today is exactly what the doctor ordered. No, I, I don't think you can do that because then you're kind of taking one super positive position in Wilson, and now you've got the unknown, right? Now you don't know if Flowers going to succeed out of the bullpen, and then you don't know if Wilson's going to be able to get stretched out or if his stuff's going to play up like it's playing as a reliever. What you do is, you know, you just sink and swim with, with Lauer. I mean, he's been your guy. you got to stick with him, and you got to trust the baseball card. And the, the point is, I mean, he's going to be pitching a lot of innings for the Brewers, not because of the fact that, 
his performance has warranted that. He can figure out a way to... The only way you get better is by pitching more. So it's not like you sit in the corner and try to say, um, and things work out. That's not that's not how you get big league hitters out. We're just getting going here on Brewers Extra Innings. 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. This one from Josh here in Milwaukee. Yikes, the Rays took some batting practice off of Lauer today. A struggling offense can't help overcome that. I wonder what it's going to take to get out of this slump. We'll start to offer some positivity here. Coming up on the other side of this break, don't go anywhere. Brewers Extra Innings. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings presented by Fifth Third Bank with the local Milwaukee team. Fifth Third Bank also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value that only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank National Association, member FDIC. I'm Dominic Catronio with Jeff Cirillo. Thanks for joining us here on this Saturday, a beautiful Saturday here in the good land. Uh, Jeff, I do want to give a shout-out, get some positivity in here before we get really too negative talking about this game. Brewers fall 8-4 to today to the Rays. Uh, Owen Miller, man, I mean, 12 straight games with a hit now. It's the longest hitting streak of the season for the Brewers. On base in 21 straight. He had a no-doubt shot to left field in this one. And at the time, it was an important spark. It proved the Brewers could score a run. It was their first run scored in 23 innings. He got things going in the right direction. He's the guy, I mean, he's he's showing, like, he wants it. He is excited to be playing every single day now, finally having this opportunity with his hometown team. Yeah, I love it. I mean, he's been definitely an igniter for this team, and he he brings a lot of things to this team, right? He uh, he's got speed, he's dynamic, he plays a lot of positions, and you know, at first, you know, he's going to be used in like a u- utility type role. And I just think that that he's been great, and I just uh, love to see him playing and love to see him get an opportunity because he brings a ton of energy. And he was an Owen Miller day defensively too. Made a couple of diving stops, had a deflection over to Willie. I, if you get league average serviceable defense out of him. Yes, you kind of have to move other guys around, you know, whether it's Terang not playing second base or if it's Anderson playing right field as opposed to third base. And remember, Owen Miller's got more experience at first base than he does any other position in his big league career, but they're a little little bit of a logjam over at first right now for the Brewers. Versatility, man, and when you when your bat is hitting, they will find spots for you in the order as it always goes. If you can hit, you're in the lineup. We'll figure out where you play defensively later. Oh, that's exactly right, right? I mean, a good team at the end of the year, the guys could basically write out the lineup, you know, and, and you got a 12-game hitting streak, you ride the hot hand, and Miller's the guy. I mean, look, I mean, he's the one that broke the seal for the team today. Um, he stole the base yesterday. I mean, he, he's doing some things that are dynamic. Those are the things that kind of the Brewers were doing early in the season, right? I mean, they had this versatility, you know, it doesn't matter what they were doing, you know, they could run the bases, they could move guys around. And you know, right now, I mean, I, I hate to say, you know, but the injuries are catching up a little bit with the Brewers, and they're running into a, a buzzsaw and the Cardinals, who are starting to play a lot better. And then, of course, obviously the Tampa Bay Rays, who are the best team in baseball. So, it, it, they are the sure. best. Yeah, they are the best. And that leads me to my next question to you here, Jeff. I mean, losing a series to the Rays, look, yesterday was a one nothing game. You were in it all the way to the end. You played very well, just didn't get the runs. Today, you had... The bad, the lack of a shutdown inning from Eric Lauer, and then it got out of hand against Jake Cousins. Other than that, you were in it, couldn't get the hit once again. So my question is, does it sting more or less or about the same losing a series to the best team in baseball? 
No, it's one of those ones. I mean, you lose a game, you just go. I mean, there, there's only one tunnel that goes up, right? You're either, you're either the music's on after the game or the music's off, right? So it doesn't matter if you, you have a try-hard game or you just get crushed in the game. Uh, it's a tough one, right? I mean, it's one of those games tomorrow. It's a day game, early, early, early rest, early up. And it'll be a tough match, right? Because it is a team that, and, and another thing too that, that, that people really don't know is when you get a day off on the road, it's not really a day off, right? You want a day off at home, you can be with your family, barbecue, be at your own place. So when you add that extra day off and you're losing on the road, it's a tough road trip. And yesterday for the Brewers to come out, they pitched you know, their tails off and they were playing well behind Adrian Hauser to then just have a run score without the benefit of a hit in that eighth inning to be the difference of the game. It's like, wait, are you serious? And not having scored a run in 23 innings at one point in this game. Right now, the Brewers just looking for a spark. And uh, Charlie, I see you on the line here. I'll get to you here in just a little bit. We're going to take a quick breather up against it here. We're going to talk about our difference-making moment and trying to find that spark. That's coming up next on Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers fall 8-4. I'm Dominic Catronio. Jeff Cirillo with us for one more segment. We're only with you until the top of the hour today, till 7 o'clock here on Brewers Extra Innings. I mean, there's only so many ways we can slice this one up. T's going into the break talking about a spark, looking for a spark. And Charlie on the line in Oshkosh talking about this. I know you've listened before, Charlie, talking about a spark, and I think I know where you're going with this. Hi, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Jeff. Our spark could be you coming back to play third base. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I can't run anymore, so Um, I'm sorry to help you. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed watching you play. Um, I don't know how good Garrett Mitchell is going to be in a rookie, and I know he had a strikeout rate, but, boy, we were 9-10 games over 500, and I know it was early in the season, but there just seems to be that youthful spark missing a little bit ever since he went out. And I guess what hurts with Ashby and Mitchell, two very young players and I think very talented, is not only are they out for the year, but they lose that year of experience. They're going to be almost basically rookies again next year. And uh, maybe, Jeff, you can comment. Uh, those are two pretty serious injuries. Are, are they going to come back and be the same player they were? And, uh, and Tampa Bay is a very well-coached team. They do all the little things right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Charlie. Go ahead and take it, Jeff. You know, I think that Mitchell Mitchell will be fine. I think that he's a dynamic guy. You know, unfortunately, his track record, even coming out of the draft, you know, is that there, there's just little things that would nick him and, and, and put him on the shelf. But as far as talent goes, I, I don't think that he'll miss a beat, you know, and hopefully he'll have a, a full season. It was just like, again, it was like a fluky slide that happened, and then you had the throw to compound it there in the extra inning that he had to make. As far as Ashby, you know, when pitchers, you know, they come back from injuries, you know, there's always a psychological effect that they have to get over. They have to get over that hump to get back. But, you know, stuff-wise, Ashby, I think his stuff will return. It's just psychological when he's ready to just let it rip. And there is a slight chance the Brewers have not closed the door on the possibility of having Ash be back in the bullpen at the end of the season. So that's, they have not confirmed that, but they haven't shut the door. You know, he's kind of letting things play out. He's playing catch starting on Monday, so he just got approved to do that. Brandon Woodruff's playing catch. Miley's down for the next six to eight weeks, just to name a couple of other injuries that the Brewers are dealing with right now. As far as the game that we're talking about at hand, the difference-making moment of the game, we do this every single game. It's brought to you by NX Wealth Management. NX Wealth Management 
is different, not driven by commission sales or pushing financial products you may not actually need, but for elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need, contact Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference at AnnexWealth.com. Jeff, I mean, in a game that was 8-4, to four, never really even that close for beyond the fourth inning, do you even have a difference-making moment for this one? Well, unfortunately, I think it's a different different making moment, which was the other side. It was, you know, in the major leagues, they always talk about that shutdown inning. You know, you look at the, the Brewers, and they scored. They broke the seal in the third inning, and then they got a couple runs there in the fourth inning to creep back into it and get a little momentum. There was still plenty of game left, and you really needed a shutdown inning there in the bottom of the fourth. But unfortunately, you know, true to form, Tampa Bay is the best team in baseball right now, and they answered back right back. So I'd have to say answering back for the Rays in the bottom of the fourth inning. I agree entirely. That was my moment as well. The fact that the Brewers made it a one-run game after the two-run shot from Brian Anderson. By the way, that was a two-out, two-strike, two-run homer to make it a one-run game. And you're thinking, all right, they are right in this for real. This is six, seven, eight in the order, Eric. Need you to make sure you throw a zero up there. And Christian Bethencourt made sure of that immediately in the first batter. And then things got out of hand from there on against Eric Lauer. I agree with that take entirely. Now, looking ahead to tomorrow... Freddie Peralta versus an opener. The Rays are going to go with their bullpen, bulk day kind of thing, because they've been dealing with a lot of injuries in their starting rotation, too. Freddie Peralta trying to flush that terrible start he had against the Cardinals earlier this week, trying to find his stuff again now you know, in Florida, that humidity, get a little more stick on his fingers, maybe can find that breaking ball again. What's going to be his key tomorrow from what you've seen so far, the Brewers pitching against the Rays and what Freddie's going to do to try to try to keep them down? You know, I think that with Peralta, I think it's first pitch strikes with him. I mean, because once he gets ahead of the count, he's got he's got some weapons to go to. He's got that elevated fastball. He's got the wipeout slider, and he's got the developing changeup. So, I mean, as far as Freddie Peralta stuff, I mean, stuff is top line. It's just a matter of getting ahead of the hitters, and I think it's really important for the Brewers to get the lead early in the game tomorrow because it's been a long road trip. It hasn't been a, a totally successful road trip in that regard. So. I think it's really important for Freddie to go out there and, and put up some zeros early and for the Brewers to emphatically get ahead and score early and get ahead in this series. Yeah, and they've only held a lead for three innings, the last three innings on Tuesday in St. Louis, this entire road trip. So they would like to get out ahead and, and kind of run downhill a little bit, if you will. And it doesn't get any easier with the Astros coming to town Monday through Wednesday. And we'll react to it all here on Brewers Extra Innings. Jeff Cirillo, thanks as always, my friend. We'll chat with you next week. Yep. Hopefully better news next week. See you, I know, Dom. man. I know, man. You've got to work on your win-loss record here after the first couple of weeks of the season, dude. I know. I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we are just pundits now, man. You're, you're the player. I'm just the guy that talks into a microphone. Jeff Cirillo here on Brewers Extra Innings. We'll have more to come talking hot and cold up next. Ah, 8-4. Another loss. You had that weird pop-up. You had the weird strike call on Jesse Winker. I don't want to devolve this show into just breaking down the umpires every other day because that's what it feels like it's been the last lately. And I just tweeted this. I've tweeted this a few times this season. Can we please just have some feel back in the game? Please have some feel. The dude's behind the mound, not even got his cap on. The pitching coach is about to come out. And Jesse Winker is stepping into the box. Yes, his eyes weren't up at eight seconds, but he was in the box while the pitcher wasn't even on the mound. Wasn't even on the mound. And he gets dinged for the strike call. What are we doing, man? That should be nothing. Just move on. And it turns into a whole thing, bro, whatever. The point is, let's just 
have some feel back in the game. We can still play by the rules in these new rules. I am not against the pitch timer. I like the pitch timer. But we need to have some feel. Why did all four of those umpires get together and say, oh, yeah, we're... You, you got this right, even though he's not even on the mound, not even wearing his cap. Pitching coach is about to step out. You got this right. Don't worry. Just like, come on, guys. Somebody, please, step forward, have some guts, and make the right call. That's all. Okay, quick little rant there. Time for our Who's Hot and Who's Cold. It's brought to you by Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Trust in your family's comfort at home with Cider. For a limited time, save up to $1,000 off an AC or a furnace unit. Families helping families since 1912. Cider, heating, plumbing, and electrical at cider, S-E-I-D-E-R dot com. Looking at hot and cold, I was actually diving in a little bit deeper into the runners and the scoring position stats earlier today, uh, talking about the Brewers, and we know how this month has been brutal for them as far as getting the job done with runners and scoring position, but yet they're giving themselves opportunities with runners and scoring position, which is why it's become so frustrating to see them continually fail in this situation because you get guys like Owen Miller, Christian Yelich, Bryce Terang getting on base quite a bit, but there seems to be a handful of culprits that continually have had struggles with runners in scoring position, specifically in the month of May. So I just want to go through a few of those guys. So Owen Miller's been on base a ton with runners as the runner in scoring position, and he's had opportunities with runners in scoring position. Owen Miller, not only has got the hitting streak going, in the month of May, he is 3-for-6 with runners in scoring position, zero strikeouts. Christian Yelich, he's been a guy that's been on base for runners in scoring position. He is 6-for-13 with runners in scoring position. All six hits are singles, but only one strikeout. That's 462. Jesse Winker, limited time, 2-for-5. That's 400, but... He's barely been playing against all these lefties the Brewers have been seeing as of late. But then you look a little bit lower down here. Like, well, who's seen a lot more plate appearances with runners in scoring position? Willie Adamas, right? How many times have we seen Yelly or Owen Miller get on and then Willie have a struggle? Willie is just 4 for 18 with runners in scoring position this month. 4 for 18, that's 222. Furthermore, William Contreras, William's 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position in the month of May. So the Brewers are getting on, they're just not cashing in. So those first few guys, Miller, Yelich, Winker, they're hot. But then Adamas, Contreras, even Anderson to an extent. Anderson just one for eight with runners in scoring position this month. Those guys are cold. Something's got to give. They got to find a way to get things going ASAP in the right direction. We'll hear from Craig Council coming up after this. Brewers fall by a final of 8-4. to four. Tough go of things right now for the Brew Crew. Again, they've lost seven of their last nine series. They'll try to avoid the sweep tomorrow. Freddie Peralta is going to have to be the stopper. But before we talk about that game and get to highlights a little bit later, here's a little bit of Craig Council today. Craig, how much were the problems for Eric starting with just falling behind as often as he did today? Yeah, I mean, I think he faced 17 hitters. I think he threw five first pitch strikes. Um, that's just not enough. I mean, that's just starting starting every at bat or most at bats out in in a hole, really. Um, and and that they're definitely, you know, that's that's the start of problems. 
I mean, especially against that lineup, right? That's a, that's a lineup that you have to be good with the command. Well, I mean, I, I think any lineup, you know, that's just that's probably not enough, and then you're going to get yourself into trouble. Um, putting putting the hitter into hitters counts often, um, and he paid the price. The next four days, will you guys talk again about where to best use Lauer, or just given where you are with other personnel, do you need him to keep Well, we we need Eric Eric to pitch well. Um, yeah, I mean the the options obviously with the injuries are you know we've we've um, stretched the options for sure. Um, so we'll we'll have to figure out how we do it, but we're going to need Eric to pitch well. To get those homers from uh, Owen and Brian there, you got right back in the game. And yeah. Was, you know, and then they grabbed the, the momentum right back from you again. Yeah, I mean that's you know we we made it a four three game, um, you know after being down four nothing and and that that feels good, um, but we went out the next inning and and didn't didn't execute and so we're down in a hole six three. Frankly, Bryce did a nice job to get us out of the inning and, and keep it there, um, and then Bryce did a heck of a job um, for three innings to to keep the score there. And but we weren't obviously able to do much uh, much else offensively. Bryce's last three, I think he's covered parts of three innings in each of the last couple of outings. What do you think about him? Um, yeah, I mean, overall, Bryce has been very valuable this year. I mean, the innings he's covered, um, you know, th three three inning or two plus innings is um, is, is always going to be valuable, and he's and he's done it effectively. So um, he's 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 having a nice year. He's having a really important year right now for the Brew Crew. He kept them in it. But then, obviously, the Brewers couldn't muster up any more offense. Take a breather. Play a couple of highlights on the other side of the break on Brewers Extra Innings. All right, so a couple of big plays from this one. I just want to play the highlights here for you. The Brewers were down 4 nothing early, right? Eric Lauer got punched in the nose immediately. But know who was punching right back? Owen Miller. Deep to left, backing up a Rosarena. Track wall. See you later. Home run, Owen Miller. And that is how the Brewers get onto the scoreboard. A blast by the Wisconsin kid. It's a 4-1 game on the third. And they weren't done with the long ball. With two strikes, two outs, and a man on, Brian Anderson has had a solid road trip. One-two pitch hit high in the air and deep in the left. A Rosarena not even bothering to turn around as that one sails way up and out of here for Brian Anderson. It's a two-run home run, and the Brewers are back within a run in the fourth inning. Four to three is Tampa's lead. You could feel the mojo happening for the Brewers, but then... In the bottom half of that fourth inning, with it only down by a run, Christian Bethencourt hit a two-strike homer to dead center field to put the lead back to two. But yet, they still weren't done in that inning. The last pitch that Eric Lauer would throw would be to Manny Margot. Delivers 2-2, and it's hit on the ground in the left field base hit. Around third comes Taylor Walls. Yelich will come up throwing to the plate. Throw comes through, but it's not nearly in time. RBI single by Manuel Margot has made it 6-3 Tampa. I think there was, I, I tweeted this as well, to tell you just what Eric Lauer is going through right now with his psyche and his confidence and mentally, because that's what he has been you know, talking about with his struggles early this season is the mental and the focus and the, the sharpness. He didn't even back up home on that play. You know, He was just stuck in no man's land between the plate and the mound. Not that there was definitely going to be a play at home, but you know, when you're locked in, when you're in it, you know to run back and back up home. And, and that, well, simply 
didn't happen. Then the Rays would not look back from there. They added two more runs on bases loaded walks against Jake Cousins. Uh, That would be in the seventh inning. And that was the weirdest seventh and eighth inning ever. Then Jesse Winker with the weird pitch clock thing. And it was just a weird day. Then you had the pop-up by Christian Yelich with uh, that score to run that nobody wanted on the infield. That's technically a hit somehow. Whatever. We'll take it. RBI with a runner with a runner in scoring position. Woo-hoo. Hallelujah. Brewers fall 8-4. to four. <sighs> Let's preview tomorrow's matchup and say goodnight after this on Brewers Extra Innings. Okay. Things aren't great, but they could be worse. Nonetheless, they'll try to salvage tomorrow and head back home. This is, a, I mean, we've said it all week, wake-up call, yada, yada, all that stuff. But, I mean, this is this is what you have to pass. Like, this is the midterm, if you will, right? You're realizing, oh, man, I did not study for this. I, I got the wrong study guide. And this midterm, it's graduation season, so, you know, I feel like that's relatable. And now you, what you react to out of this midterm, like, all right, thank, the curve saved me on the midterm. And the curve is the NL Central of how bad the NL Central is. The curve is saving the Brewers. Pirates lost again today, too, by the way. So when you react to this, you say, okay, one at a time. I got this homework assignment. I can get that extra credit over there. And then as I add everything up, if I get at least a 92 on the final, which would be essentially leading into the All-Star break, that's how you end this semester strong, proving that you can hang in there and get the job done. How will they react? Remains to be seen. Freddie Peralta will get the ball tomorrow. Coverage will start at 12.05 for a 12.40 first pitch. There is no Brewers warm-up tomorrow, just network coverage starting at 12.05. For a 1241st pitch, Freddie Peralta against an opener. Jalen Beeks will get the ball tomorrow. We'll see how long he goes and who will be the bulk man behind him for the Tampa Bay Rays and their unconventional ways. And the, uh, again, 1241st pitch, then back home for the Astros Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, who are putting the hurting on the uh, A's so far this weekend. And then uh, the after that, coming up the following weekend, a four-game set with the San Francisco Giants. We'll have Brewers Extra Innings for you again tomorrow. We'll also have Brewers Extra Innings on Monday and Tuesday. No show on Wednesday, but then shows on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Giants. (sighs) Look, when it's May 20th and it feels like the end of the world and you're still three games above 500, it could always be worse. They have proven they can do it. Relatively the same personnel. Someone's going to have to step up. Somebody's going to have to help. I think Bryce Terang is so close to igniting right now. He had another couple hits today. Yelich is playing well. He's trying to launch the ball. We all know Owen Miller's playing well. But who else is going to step up and help things out for the Brew Crew to get out of this funk? We'll have to wait and see. For our producer, Justin Pottinger, and for Jeff Cirillo, I'm Dom Catronio. Until next time, keep on swinging.